0: Okay, so let's continue here with this word exousia, uh, the Greek word exousia. I can do um, a really short recap of some of the main definitions of this word exousia that is found in the New Testament. It's a Greek word, and it's applied in many different ways to believers, to Jesus, to even rulers of that time. So, but we're going to look, like I said before, we look at the relevancy of this word, exousia, or key power words, um, regarding in, um, new creation realities, who we are in Christ so that we can walk in it. And because these, these words, um, they're meant to be known and believed so that we can actually walk in them on this earth. All right. So this exousia has been given, uh, it belongs to Jesus, it belongs to God, but it's been given to us. But the devil has exousia too. He's got power too. He's got, a, he's got a certain amount of authority also on this earth. And it's very clear in the word, but let's not get into that. We already looked at that a little bit. So this word exousia, once again, it has the idea of to permit um, the right, the right, all right, the liberty, Um, also the idea as, um, capability, uh, ability, power, and strength. So, right. So I touched on that a little bit before the right. We have a right. We have certain rights in Christ. We have certain rights in Christ. So another right that we have in Christ in our union with Christ is to walk as Jesus walked. Uh, we already looked at that yesterday or the day before regarding the life. His life is our lives, Colossians 3, 4, I believe. All right? So let's unpack that a little bit more. We looked at yesterday about the authority that was given to us over demons, all demons, over sickness, right? So I want to look at this a little bit different because this came to me last night. And I'm not saying the Lord gave me this, but I think he did uh, because the way God teaches me, and I think that's the way He wants to teach a lot of His children, is that He builds upon what He taught us last time. So there's a verse in the Old Testament that says, a line upon line, precept upon precept. And the way God teaches me throughout the years is that He's always building upon something that He gave me last time. He's not going to give you something that is out there that you've never heard before uh, overall. Once he starts teaching you, once he's got that freedom to teach you, to reveal to you what he wants to reveal for you personally, as, um, uh, you're calling in the ministry, all these different things. Apostle David is watching, uh, so that's great. So I just want to say this is that Jesus, Jesus got his teachings uh, let's say his sermons, okay? We call it the Sermon on the Mount. Well, I don't think Jesus had any sermons. <laughs> we came up with that word later on uh, during the, the Puritan era, I believe. But Jesus got his teachings. He got what he had to say, what he had to say to the people that were listening to him, his followers, whatever. Um Jesus got all of that from the Father. He got it from the Father by the Spirit. He got it from heaven, and that's what made him stand out among everybody else, among the the rulers, among the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the the leaders and the synagogues and all that. Remember at the age of 12? I mean, he was totally, totally captivated by that. They were captivated by what he had to say at the age of 12. Yeah, no kidding. Well, he was hearing, he said later on, he said, I must be about my father's business. So he was hearing by the spirit at the age of 12. All right. So, But today, um, not just today in 2022, but I think this started quite a few years ago that because we've got the printing press and all these different things like that, literature, Christian literature, you know, started the printing press basically with Martin Luther and all these different things like that. Um We started to you know, share our messages and different things like that. And we began to even take messages from somebody else. Today we've got media, we've got books. Wait, wait, Christian books. I mean, man, we got Christian books coming out of our ears. And most of the books are worthless, really. Seriously. You know, God gave us one book. And I'm I'm big on books. I got lots of books. I hardly read them anymore, and I'm working on books. Um, but you know, we steal from each other today. Uh, it's called plagiarize. I've seen it even on social media. They take some some of my posts and they put them. They post it on their own timeline, and they don't give credit to whom it's doing different things like that. But that's not what Jesus walked in. He didn't take anything from anybody else. He didn't take anything from the Pharisees or anybody else. He got his information, he got his knowledge from the Lord, uh, from the Father, from the Spirit, yeah, from the Lord, and and so must we, believe it or not. And there's nothing wrong, you know. I, the Lord taught a lot of things to me uh, from Dave uh, Car- uh, Dave Robertson and Gary Carpenter, but the Lord led me to to their messages. But I don't I don't plagiarize them. I don't steal from them. I give credit to where it's due. I've got this on my YouTube channel, the whole thing. I've got, man, oh man, I've got Dave's picture. I've got Gary's picture. You know, I give credit to whom it's due and I will continue to do that, you know? So, but Jesus didn't walk in that. And there, there's an element of, there's this element that we're, that we're missing in the body of Christ and that this, this authority that we've been given. And we're going to look at that today a little bit. So let's just start here uh, with Matthew 7, Matthew 7, 28 to 29, Matthew 7, Matthew 7, the gospel of Matthew 7, 28 to 29. It says, when Jesus had finished these sayings, it says here, the Sermon on the Mount, the crowds were astonished and overwhelmed and bewildered, wonder after his teaching because of his teaching. For he was teaching as one who had and was authority. Uh, the Amplified has them brackets and was authority, and he was authority, and not as did the scribes. All right, they saw that right away, and I'm seeing this all the time. I'm seeing it. Everybody, a preacher will take a message from another preacher, whether it's a friendly preacher, uh, a friend preacher, or some guy he never heard. It's just that they're they're just sharing messages. And really, it's, it's run of the mill. We call that run of the mill. It's, 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 you know, I heard that before. You know, oh yeah, I got, he got that from him or he got that from him and he got it from somebody else. You know, it's ridiculous. You know, we gotta get free from that. We gotta get free from that. All right. So let's go to Mark. Let's go to Mark. Mark one. Mark one. Uh, 21, 22, and 27. Mark 1, 21, 22, and 27. And they entered into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath, he went, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. Alright? And they were completely astonished at his teaching, for he was teaching as one who possessed authority and not as the scribes. Alright? So this is, and then let's go to 27 here. And they were all amazed and almost terrified that they kept questioning and demanding one of another saying, what is this? What new fresh teaching? With authority, he gives orders even to the unclean spirits and they obey him. So this is all around the word exousia. This is all around what I first started in John 1, 12, 13. We've been given this exousia to become children of God. And people will say, well, you're taking that out of context. No, I'm not taking it out of this in context. All right? So let's go on to Luke. Luke 4. Luke 4.32. Luke 4.32 and 36. Luke 4.32. It says here, And they were amazed at his teaching, for his word was with authority and ability and weight and power. All right? And 36. And they were all amazed and said to one another, What kind of talk is this? With, for with authority and power, he commands the foul spirits and they come out. All right. And then let's look at one more and then we'll, we'll move on to something else here a little bit in context with this. Luke 22. Luke 22. And see, today we've got loud preachers. We got loud preacher, loud, you know, that doesn't mean they're speaking in authority. That doesn't mean they're preaching in authority. No, Jesus was loud. I'm sure he was loud. I'm sure the apostle Paul was loud. They had no microphones back then. They had no PA system and all that. They had large crowds, you know, but just because you're loud, just because you got a big voice like I've got, doesn't mean you're speaking with this authority. No, 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 no. Luke 22 and said to him, tell us by what sort of authority you are doing these things, or who is it that gave you this authority? You know, when I started listening to Gary Carpenter, or Dave Roberson, I experienced this. I was hearing something I had never heard before overall, and I knew it was the truth. The Holy Spirit was bearing witness to me that it was the truth, you know, and they were speaking things that I had, wow, it was setting me free. It was making me free from a lot of false doctrine, all right? So, how did Jesus walk in this? How did he walk in this? Because we need to know how he walked in it so that we can walk in it for ourselves. Because we're in union with him. We're in union with him. We're in, we're one with him, right? So Jesus is the firstborn, uh, then there's a the secondborn, thirdborn. A lot of people don't believe in that. I didn't believe in that years ago, but it's true. All right. So let's go to John 5. And the Lord gave me a word years ago. He says, I want you to live out of these verses, believe it or not. A lot of people say, well, you didn't hear God. Oh, well, that's the problem right there. Jesus heard from God. And so must we. As a man, he heard from God as a second Adam. All right. So I'm going to skip 17, eight, uh, 19, and 20. And I'm going to go straight to verse 30. John 5, verse 30. It's going to give us insight why he how, how he walked in this authority. Jesus said, I am able to do nothing for myself independently of my own accord, but only as I'm taught by God, this is the Amplified, and as I get his orders or his messages, whatever. Uh, even as I hear, I judge, I decide as I'm bidden to decide, as the voice comes to me. So I give a decision and my judgment is right, just, righteous, because I do not seek or consult my own will I have no desire to do what is pleasing to myself, my own aim, my own purpose, but only the will and pleasure of the Father who sent me. And you gotta build these verses on the inside of you to walk in it, alright? This is not just gonna happen all by itself. If you think it does, then you're disluding, you're, you're deluding yourself. You're misleading yourself and you're misleading your hearers. You're misleading your, your church. If you've got a church, whatever, you're misleading them. Because you're saying that you're hearing from the Lord, but the whole time you didn't hear from the Lord. And it's all going to show up on that day in the judgment seat of Christ. All right? So let's move on to John. Still in the Gospel of John. We're going to be in the Gospel of John remaining of this teaching. 7.16. 7.16. John 7.16. Let's see what the Master said here. Jesus answered them by saying, my teaching is not my own. he He said, it's not my own. All right? But his who sent me. Yeah. You know, his teaching, These teaching I'm doing, they're not my own. They're from the one who sent me. You know, a lot of preachers, they'll say, you know, they can't say that because it's not even their own. It's from another preacher. All right. They're from another preacher, right? Whether it's a preacher friend or some guy he just saw online or on YouTube or whatever he heard, that's what it is. And that's that to me, And I know to God, it's wrong. And God wants to change all that. It's part of Reformation. Okay, so that's 7.16. So let's go to 8.28.29. John 8.28-29. 28. So Jesus added, When you have lifted up the Son of Man on the cross, you will realize, no, understand, that I am He for whom you look, and that I do nothing on myself. Wow! Of my own accord, or on my own authority, but I say exactly what my father has taught me, yeah, and and this is all this belongs to us. We're God's children, and I just got to interject here Romans eight uh, fourteen, I believe it says, all those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. And that word "son" is the same word used for Jesus as Son of God, you know, and we can walk in what Jesus walked in as a man. Because he did everything in his humanity. A lot of people don't believe that. They call us te- they call us heretics. They call us false teachers for saying that what Jesus did, Jesus did it as a man. No, he, he yes he did as a man. He did it as the second Adam, so we can do the same thing because we're his body on this earth. All right, and he who sent me is ever with me. My Father has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases Him. This belongs to us. This belongs to us. All right. This is what God wants His church to walk in, Pakistan. I recognize you, Pakistan, and we're coming to Pakistan. So this is what this 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 is what's missing in the church. This is what is missing in the church today, and has been missing for many years. And that's why God wants to bring a reformation. So let's wrap this up real quick here. I'm going over a little bit. So let's go to John fourteen twelve. John 14, 12, and maybe I'll go on a little bit tomorrow on this. So what did G, we already, we all know this, us charismatics, we all know this here. And John 14, 12, it says, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, if anyone steadfastly believes in me. Now, this is the key here. This is the walk of faith. All right. This is the walk of faith. If anyone steadily steadfastly believes in me, he himself or she, he or she himself will be able to do the things that I do and say the things that I say, and he will do even greater things than these because I go to the Father. All right? So anybody who steadfastly believes, this is the walk of faith. He's talking about walking by faith here. Most people don't know what it is to, to walk by faith. In all of this here, I go to the Father, and remember, I touched on this the other day, John twenty 17. Let's go to that real quick. I didn't have it in my notes. But let's go to John twenty seventeen. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, do not hold me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brethren, not my disciples, go to my brethren and tell them I am ascending to my Father and your Father and to my God and your God. Now, don't come and tell me that Jesus said that as God. He didn't say that as God. He said that as a man. He said that as the firstborn. God's firstborn son from the dead. That's how he said it. That's why it belongs to us. But this is going to take a lot of transformation. This is going to take major, major mortification, which I teach on. Which I teach on. Mortification transformation. A lot of people are not interested in this mortification transformation. This <laughs> is this has to do with Ephesians 4, 22, 24. Putting off the old man putting on the new man. This is, you're never going to walk in this, the fullness of this anyhow. I want to walk in the fullness of this until you learn to put off the old man. All right, this is the problem. All right. Um, so the devil's a problem. Absolutely. Uh, you know, but the real problem is the world's a problem. Absolutely. They causes all kinds of problems. The devil causes all kinds of problems. Um, but the real problem is the church. The church is the real problem. We're not walking in this authority. We're not walking in what our rights. We're not walking in this power. We're going to look at that, the word dunamis. We're going to look at a lot of um, power words that I've never done before on video. So I'm excited about this for myself, (laughs) but for you too. So this belongs to us. So I want to, you know, this is it. Watch the video again. And, uh, so I just want to thank you once again, I got to go. I want to keep these, uh, I want to keep these very, very, very short. So I want to thank you for your time. And I encourage you to walk, to learn how to walk in the fullness of the grace and of the faith of God, because faith gives access to the grace of God. Shalom and amen.